This is the Janine Bureau Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Bureau. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, you know, you may have heard about the fact that a special counsel was uh, assigned on Friday by uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland. And Merrick Garland said that David Weiss uh, had requested on Tuesday that he be made a special counsel. Now, I thought this was kind of interesting because David Weiss pretty much gave uh, Hunter Biden blanket immunity for the rest of his life, meaning that the guy can't be prosecuted for anything. But now he's decided that he needs special counsel status for what? I don't know. To uh, answer some of these questions uh, is a political strategist, a former White House deputy press secretary. Please join me in welcoming Garrett Ventry to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, Garrett Ventry now is a founder of GRV Strategies and Message Impact LLC. He works with Fortune 100 companies, political intelligence, public strategy, strategic communications. Uh, he's, you see him on cable news quite a bit uh but more important is the fact that uh he has a lot of knowledge about washington and how it works so welcome garrett ventry uh and i i gotta tell you i was rather shocked to hear that there was a special counsel and the democrats are all running around saying see we did what the republicans wanted now we're gonna have a special counsel investigate hunter biden everybody go home and be happy now what's your take on that well, Judge, always very good to be with you, and thanks for having me. My take on this is it's very interesting. Is Republicans called for a special counsel about two and a half, three years ago, <laughs> right? And so this is what they wanted, and they certainly don't want Weiss here. And the reason why is he showed that he's essentially compromised here, and he's ruined his credibility on this investigation to Hunter Biden. Right. The one thing I want to say is the, the preface this here, the Democrat talking point that you know you can – lock this here on your show. I bet you'll see this next week. And when members start to trickle back in in September, when they actually have to get asked about this, when they're back from August recess, right. they're going to say, you know, Weiss was a Democrat, was a, was a Trump, Trump appointee. appointee. Right. The but tell us why is, he's not. Correct. And so the issue with that is I worked at the Senate Judiciary Committee for Chairman Grassley, who obviously loves you very much. Um, mm. And you've you know, been very great to him over the years. Yes, he, thank you. Uh, when I worked on those confirmations, there's something called a blue slip, and it sounds really boring and archaic, but what that means essentially is this. Home state senators approve, they get a list to the White House, and they essentially have a blanket uh, veto on district court judges and U.S. attorneys. Weiss is a U.S. attorney, obviously, so he was handpicked by two Democrat senators from Delaware, Joe Biden's home state. They're mm -hmm. obviously very strong allies of Joe Biden. So this idea that he's some sort of like, big political appointee from Donald Trump is just complete BS spin. So right. there, there's that part of it that, that's right. very important to point out. Now, why does he ruin his credibility, right? One is you have career IRS whistleblowers, one of whom is a Democrat, has said Weiss has let Garland essentially impede and stifle this investigation into Hunter Biden's tax fraud and other things, too, probably to do with his foreign clients um, where he probably didn't register to represent those. Mm -hmm. And then the second part, what you pointed out in the lead here is that he was part of this sweetheart deal that attempted to give a backdoor pardon to Hunter Biden, give him blanket immunity, and the judge sniffed it out. And so this is not someone who is serious. This is someone who wants to shield Joe Biden, who wants to shield Hunter Biden the closer we get to the 2024 election. 
And okay. thankfully, you have folks like Jim Comer and Jim Jordan sniffing this out and doing their own investigations. All right. But, you know, the Democrats can say Garrett Ventry. They can say, oh, you know, that's just the Republicans complaining. They got what they wanted. And, and I understand what you're saying that, uh, look, this guy, David Weiss, you know, uh, every every state, whenever a president comes in, I mean, there are certain things that happen in terms of these blue slips. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the blue slips and and the the party that uh, that appointed and put in a blue slip for David Weiss is the Democrat Party. All right. And so this guy is already, as you say, compromised because, number one, he put together a sweetheart deal that in the history of the Department of Justice, they had never done before. And that's according Mm -hmm. to the testimony of the U.S. attorney in the in the day that uh, in court on the day that Hunter Biden was supposed to plead. So that we know. So if he's the guy who created this sweetheart deal, why all of a sudden do they need to investigate if he said in June to Jim Comer, this is David Weiss, he says, look, I had all the power I needed. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a great question here, right? And all of a sudden he needs to be appointed special counsel after IRS whistleblowers came out and said that, you know, the DOJ essentially, again, was stifling this investigation into Hunter Biden. And I think it's very interesting What just happened the day before? We learned from House Oversight Committee that Biden family associates got $20 million. They have, you know, bank records. They have actual hardcore proof from China or it's not, excuse me, not China, but from Russia and Ukraine. Right. And the interesting thing is that happened while Joe Biden was the vice president. And you remember he managed that portfolio for the Obama White House. And Mm -hmm. so we have that part of it. We had the Devin Archer explosive testimony saying Joe was the brand that was being sold. Mm-hmm. And so I think what the DOJ here, again, is what they're trying to do is essentially uh, obstruct Comer's investigation and try to slow it down and say, well, we're doing it here too. The issue is Comer is the one who's been unearthing all this stuff, and DOJ has been the one who's tried to essentially block this and be a shield for Joe Biden and his son. Well, but, you know, the shame of this scare adventure is that, you know, if Comer – uh, is now, as he calls witnesses, if he's going to be told they can't testify because there's a continuing investigation now or there's a special counsel investigation, then, you know, what what options does Comer have right now? Because, look, it's clear, Garrett, that they said it was a continuing investigation, even though they were going to give the guy immunity for the rest of his life. I don't know what they were investigating. That was to stop Congress. So now they have a special counsel. He has a new name. Uh, and and apparently, you know, Merrick Garland said he asked for it on Tuesday. I don't know what got into him. This is politics at its best. And now sure. they're going to say we have an ongoing investigation, and now nobody can testify. I mean, how does Comer fight that? So what they're going to say is I think they're going to try and set this precedent and say, you know, I think what they try to do is Garland appointed Weiss to essentially try to shut down some of the congressional investigations. Right. The issue is this. Congress can investigate special prosecutors. And so anyone who says otherwise doesn't know what they're talking about. The special counsel status isn't actually that special. It's statutory. So it's a creation under, you know, like DOJ reg. So there's zero constitutional privilege against against congressional oversight. So Congress has every right to haul a special counsel and call any witnesses they want because they have their own investigation that's going. And under Article One of the Constitution, they have the ability to do this and commit oversight and, you know, call any witnesses they want here. So 
I think what you're going to do is they're going to set up, it's going to set up probably a lot of court battles down the road here because, right. Right. again, this is really, we're in unprecedented territory here where the president's son, who's dealing with foreign businesses, uh, you know, selling the vice presidency to the highest bidder, and Joe mm-hmm. Biden obviously lied about his knowledge of this. Mm-hmm. And it certainly gets closer and closer to him, his involvement, him being sold as the brand. But I think what you're going to see here is, you know, Comer has every right again under the Constitution to investigate a uh, special counsel okay. and to call any witnesses he wants. But let's talk about special counsel. Should the special counsel be a U.S. attorney? I mean, shouldn't the special counsel have some independence? Right now, he still works for Merrick Garland. I mean, it's it's like a charade. It's a shell game. Well, yeah. So again, it's not. It's not really even. A, I would call it. A, it's a scam counsel at this point. He is. <laughs> Not, it's not really very anything special about it because, like you said, he is someone who already has, has been, uh, you know, he reports to Merrick Garland. Right. We know from IRS whistleblowers that Merrick Garland has essentially stonewalled his investigation. We know he was part of the sweetheart deal. And all of this, as it continues to get closer to Joe Biden, now the Biden administration wants to step in when Republicans, we didn't have the majority. It's so funny how this works. And we called for a special counsel to have some sort of independence here because, again, Merrick Garland is Joe Biden's handpicked attorney general. So having an outside figure Mm -hmm. like they did during the Mueller probe, who we all disagreed with, but he was an outside figure, not report, you know, not part of the current Trump DOJ. And so you would think that that's something they would want to do here. They did it. They do it finally two and a half, three years later when we actually have the majority. We have subpoena power and Comer and Jordan and others are getting to the bottom of a lot of the shady business dealings that Hunter Biden was involved with and uncovering that it gets closer to Joe Biden every day. Well, you know, and my fear on this whole thing is that you've got David Weiss. I mean, you know, he has not been honest either in that meeting in, I think, September or October of 2022 with the IRS and FBI agents where he documented it in a memo. He actually uh, sent it to uh, Gary Shapley, the whistleblower, documents in a memo. The Weiss comes in and says, you know, it's not my decision. I can't do it. You know, it's it's being decided uh, by other people. And then he tells Jim Jordan, oh, I had all the power I needed. Well, if in June he said he had all the power he needed, why is there a special counsel now? And, you know, the, when someone lies, as Joe Biden has in telling the American people, I know nothing of my son's business. And now Corinne Jean-Pierre says, well, he was never part of the business. I mean, it, it, what's taking the Republicans so long to start an impeachment process? Well, I think that there's a couple of things here. I think they've uncovered a lot. I do agree with you. There is enough, certainly, for an impeachment inquiry here. And I think Speaker McCarthy has even floated that idea. I think, number one, we've got a slim majority in the House. You've got to make sure you have the votes. And I think, right. you know, any Republican who wants to explain to their voters why they don't, think, you know, getting deeper into Joe Biden's potential corruption and involvement with a bribery scheme, getting money from foreign businesses and wanting to investigate, you know, how much more is actually there in his actual involvement in this. I don't know how you explain that to your voters when you go back home. So that's number one there. I think a second part of it is, remember when they impeached Donald Trump, the first impeachment, is Russia, they did it right. all second and third-hand witnesses. Right. right? Fiona Hill, Vinman, these people like Donald Trump couldn't pick them out of a police lineup. They right. you know, Nobody knew who they were. They were mid-level, to, you know, mid- to senior-level people who Trump did not interact with. With Hunter Biden, we have Devin Archer, pictured golfing with Joe Biden. He was an actual business associate, longtime friend, had notes from Joe Biden, uh, you know, was at dinners with Joe Biden with these foreign business associates. 
And Joe has lied. He said Hunter didn't, you know, he said no one in his family received money from China during the 2020 GOP debate. <laughs> we find out during the plea deal, Hunter gets $600,000 from China. China. He said, yep. yeah, he said, you know, I had no knowledge of Hunter's business dealings. And all of a sudden he was put on speakerphone. He met with these individuals for dinner. And so, again, Joe has lied here. I think there is certainly enough for an impeachment inquiry. And you know this, why an impeachment inquiry is so important here is because it gives the House their apex of powers here and allows them to cut through executive privilege. It allows them to go to the courts very quickly, where the courts are usually more deferential to Congress when they're doing an investigative work like an impeachment inquiry. And so that's why it's very important. I think House Republicans really do uh, step it up here because I think there is a lot of information they have here from bank records and firsthand testimony to do this. You know, it's interesting, you know, when you say that that Joe lied. I mean, think about it, Garrett Ventry. Joe Biden has been lying since he hit the public stage. You know, if it, and to my listeners out there, you know, there is a clip of Johnny Carson, if anybody remembers Johnny Carson, uh, talking about this senator, Joe Biden, who is making up stuff from uh, a, a British poet or an Irish poet and signing it to himself. I mean, it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. Joe Biden is a plagiarist. He is a liar. He has lied about his own experiences. And, you know, this is not something that's new. You know, people can say, oh, we can attribute it to, you know, the guy's 80 or however the heck old he is. And, um, you know, he forgets things. Well, he's been lying since he since he hit the the public stage. And yet he's gotten away with it, Garrett. He's gotten away with it. And and the, the mainstream media just covers for him. Oh, 100%. And they cover for it. It's, oh, he's gaff prone or, you know, it's oh, just Joe. he's going through grief. It's just Joe. <laughs> but, like, just Joe lying about, you know, parts of his resume, lying about, you know, a number of different things over the years, like you pointed out here. And then serious, very, very serious lies about, you know, business involvement with Hunter, his knowledge of those business deals. That is very, very uh, shady activity that the American people want to get to the bottom of. But again, yeah, the media covers for him constantly. And we've talked about this over and over again. They're yeah. essentially a super PAC for Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's so let's say now that David Weiss starts uh, as special counsel. My take on how it ends, and I'm dying to hear what you think, is that yeah, maybe they'll bring a fairer violation. They've got to do that, Garrett. There's no way they cannot charge him with being a, uh, a, a lobbyist in a foreign country. Um, or for a foreign country. And and then the second thing is, you know, the statute of limitations has already run on the biggest years. They slow walk that. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be able to revive that. And then, you know, they'll probably say, okay, we did our investigation of Joe Biden. We did everything. And there's nothing to see here, folks. And that's the end of it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it, the statute of limitations issue you pointed out is very important, too, because Again, waiting two and a half, three years to appoint a special counsel allowed some of the statute of limitations and some of these crimes that it's alleged that Hunter committed to just run past that. So he's the luckiest man alive there. I think what they're going to do here is they, they're not going to – I mean, they will investigate. I think what they'll come out with, they will slap him on the wrist, right? That's what right. they did with the uh, tax fraud case with illegal yeah. possession of the firearm. And that's why it's important that House Republicans continue to investigate this and move towards a potential impeachment inquiry because they need to get – to the bottom of not only Hunt, what Hunter's done here, but you know Joe's potential involvement. The funniest thing about this, this all comes on the heels too. It's all about protecting 
Joe Biden. It's all about keeping Joe Biden in office. And this is why they continue to try and indict President Trump. Mm-hmm. So they continue to try and put President Trump in jail because look at the state of the economy. Uh, you know, more and more people are questioning Joe Biden's age and President Trump is leading in a lot of these polls. And so I think that is the backdrop of all this here. They're going after the, his political opponent, Donald Trump, and they're shielding Joe Biden and his son from any scrutiny. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, no one has ever looked at, as far as I know, Garrett Ventry, you know, how Joe Biden can afford these multimillion dollar beach houses. And, uh, you know, the guy who's in government his whole life and his wife's a school teacher. I mean, let's not kid each other. You can call her doctor all you want. She's not a Ph.D. She's she's an some kind of education degree that she has, which is good for her. Uh, But they don't have the kind of money to do that. Anybody out there. Uh, who is in politics or has an ordinary job and his wife is a school teacher doesn't live the life that they do. Uh, and we'll never get to the bottom of, of how much money Joe Biden really has and how he got it. No, 100%. I think, again, that is why this impeachment inquiry would be very helpful because you can cut through executive privilege here. It's like when Democrats finally on the Ways and Means Committee were able to get their hands on Donald Trump's tax returns, and we learned there's actually nothing there, right? With Joe, I think the more and more we learn in terms of bank statements, those type of things, I think you're going to find out that he probably was lying about his income because, you know, again, someone who's been in government for that long is able to afford those type of things. And Joe taking time out of his day, I mean, to be even where I've worked for members of Congress, they don't have a minute to spare. The vice president not having a minute to spare is even that's on steroids. Right. Right. And then the second part of it, him being like, Oh, I didn't know who was in that meeting. You get, you, you can't tell me that the, I mean, you can't tell me the vice president of the United States, people were not vetting who was in those meetings. So again, Joe Biden absolutely knew who was in those meetings. And that's why the more and more we learn, I think again, the selling of the brand Hunter Biden making a million dollars a year with no experience in energy whatsoever was not sitting on, he was not sat on the board because he was the Einstein of like energy, right? It's because his dad was, <laughs> who was, who his was, dad the was Joe Biden, he was the vice president, right? That's why. And, you know, he knew he could get him to try and fire the prosecutor and, you know, have extreme access to the vice president because this was dead. That was his well, dad. But it was sick. I mean, there was one oligarch who said, I think it was Ukrainian, who said that Hunter Biden was dumber than his dog. It, in one of the emails. Exactly. But... I mean, no one thinks Hunter's the, like, no one. I mean, Joe thinks Hunter's the smartest guy he's ever known. I feel yeah, bad for Joe. That's that? the only person he's ever met, apparently. But like, you know, yep. he is not a sophisticated individual here. He's taken pictures of himself very sadly oh, with, please. you know, uh, all the stuff that he's done there. Prostitutes, yeah. cocaine, he put it on a laptop, dropped it off and then forgot to pick it up and essentially exposed the entire scheme. We would have never learned of any of this stuff. Yeah. Um, so you have that part of it. But again, these he, he exists on these boards making millions of dollars because he was selling out access, not because he was some talented, connected lobbyist. Well, you know, one of the things that that I said the other day that, uh, you know, I I just thought of recently, you know, uh, on the five, that there's a lot of discussion, obviously, about, uh, you know, Joe Biden firing the prosecutor and saying, if you don't get rid of the prosecutor who's investigating the company where my son makes a million dollars a year and his buddy, Devin Archer, too, um, you know, then I'm not going to withhold American money, taxpayer money, a billion dollars. Have you ever heard of Joe Biden? saying, I'm going to get rid of a prosecutor in the United States. I mean, we've got crime at a 30-year high, cities being taken over. 
and 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 you know all kinds of, of statistics that we haven't seen since the 90s and i never heard joe biden say i'm going to get rid of a prosecutor in this city they're not prosecuting crime this is a progressive da and they don't know how to fight crime no but he cares about a prosecutor in Ukraine. I mean, it's so obvious. And yet people will say, oh, you know, they can't show the joke out any money. Well, hopefully right. that'll happen. I'm, before I let you go, I want to ask you one question. Do you sure. think, uh, Garrett Ventry, do you think ultimately that Joe Biden will be the candidate, the Democrat candidate for president? I do. I think like there is, you know, the other options, Kamala, who makes Joe Biden look oh, like, you know, oh. Dwight Eisenhower, right? Um <laughs> And so that's the only person who can make Joe Biden look good. I think you, you have to have, you know, Gavin Newsom, I think, is interesting. I think a lot of Democrats are, you know, when he was on Hannity and he's been doing he did a, great a lot job. more national stuff. He did. Yeah. And uh, so I think a lot of Democrats wish it was him. But that's going to actually take him having the guts to actually run against Joe Biden and the Dem machine. I think they put up Joe Biden and I think Joe Biden gets defeated. I mean, he is a compromised president. He's destroyed our economy. The return to normal that he promised has been Russia being, you know, invading Ukraine, Afghanistan toppled by the Taliban, record high inflation, border crossings, crime out of control. And I don't think people like that right now. And so I think if it's a choice between him and Donald Trump, people miss having better mortgage rates, more money in their pocket and not the massive credit card debt they'd have to draw. And so I think Biden is the nominee, uh, even if they have to weaken and Bernie's it, because that's what they're going to do. <laughs> All right, Garrett Ventry, we love having you. Thank you for spending time with us on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Take care, Garrett. Thank Have you, a great Judge. Sunday. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. And up next here on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Judge Janine Show.